Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, we're entering a post COVID recording situation as we discuss Survivor UK, Pulau Tiga, Redux. Episode number nine. Now I must contest. You must contest? This isn't post-COVID. It's just post-Cody COVID. We're entering a post-COVID world, people. No, we're not. COVID is over. (laughs) Take off your masks. Burn them in the streets. Burn your COVID cards, your vaccination cards. It's over. We made it, people. We're all disappointed in you right now. If it ever existed to begin with. (laughs) Okay. Um, you're canceled and COVID does exist. You know, it's canceled. The COVID coursing through my body has been canceled. You're right. Cody has tested negative. He is now negative for COVID. To UK with COVID. Without, without COVID. (laughs) Without COVID. Without COVID. And so if you can tell, we're back in the studio together. We slept in the same room last night for the first time. I think it was that second heartier round of beans on toast. And I've also come to suspect that the queen herself poisoned me with COVID. I mean, maybe. Maybe it's because you didn't use authentic beans in your first beans on toast. No, no. You know what it is. What is it? I fucking... I have not properly adhered to the results of the cockney mine or cockney rhyme <laughs> True. so the queen sent some <laughs> british double agent over to infect me with covid oh you want me to keep you want the it's the chorus right next right. um but yeah she definitely sent you covid so i've learned my lesson i've made a second bean video in repentance go find it on our youtube video <laughs> youtube channel youtube channel <laughs> I still have COVID brain. Um, so I will be more strictly adhering to the results going forward. Perfect. And look for the other responses to the Queen's challenges coming. Hopefully. Also look for um, our Survivor South Africa content starting very soon, beginning this week. That'll be our first time kind of tiptoeing in a different format since they are dropping four episodes a week and it's insane to cover one episode per episode of us. Yes, we're not going to necessarily be recapping the episode as much as we're going to just be talking about our thoughts. We're going to introduce some new segments. And we can't wait to survive with you. Mm, We can't wait to return with the other outcasts with you and i think uh we're kind of just slipping very naturally into news time oh okay news corner do you have any personal news you'd like to share at the top of the pod jacqueline um i pretty much sold out at my pop-up this last weekend for my baking business and that was pretty fun i've never sold out like that before 
It's exciting. It is exciting, but credit cards take like way too much from small business owners. Hmm. Yep. Okay. How about you? How about your personal life news? Nothing in my personal life, but I do have... In your personal life? You have lice now? Why did you let me sit by you? Excuse me. These were your headphones yesterday. It's my COVID brain talking still. Any uh, mistake I make or over-reliance on filler words or verbal flubs, just COVID brain. It's that uh, long-term effects that no one really knows about. That long COVID. (laughs) I'm one of those long boys now. So, I have some hashtag Survivor <laughs> 43 news to Oh, discuss. fucking shit. We're already going to Survivor Survivor 43? So, okay, just some news. <laughs> yep. Small okay. tribes, earn the merge, no food, risk slash reward dr- dilemmas, shot in the dark, are all here to stay. Okay. They will be moving into season 43. No food. Fuck. But it seems as though the hourglass... Break the hourglass is out the window. Sounds good. It was too much of a like. It was a pretty big. big, Yes. Yeah. It's like fun for those two seasons, but like couldn't be something sustained, I feel like. Absolutely. And then also there's a new feature coming called the idol cage twist. What? Each tribe camp will have a bird cage with an idol locked inside and a note on how to find the key to open it. Unfortunately, the cages are in plain sight, so it will require stealth for a castaway to obtain the idol without being caught. Mm. For those brave enough to open the cage, they will find inside a bag containing two idols, a real and a fake one. The player must take the real idol and leave behind the fake, making it appear that the bag slash cage hasn't been tampered with. Oh, fuck. What happens if you find the fake idol is not yet known. Oh, okay. I like that. I mean, like, I didn't like it until there was the fake idol in there as well. So you didn't know that someone took it. Now I like it. Are we getting a little too overly insane, a little too convoluted and complicated Are with you some saying, of these like, twists? Too far away from, like, the initial, initial, initial let's survive. It's okay. Just COVID brain. Yeah. You know, I didn't have COVID. Um, I tested negative every fucking day. Until you tested negative. Okay. And then we kissed again. But yes, I. it's a little bit convoluted. It's a little bit complicated, but I'm intrigued. So here's something. Did I miss? Okay. Is it still short? It's a short game? Still a short game, which I don't I, like. I don't I like don't that. Like. No. I think it's garbage. I would be fine with keep, win the merge. I guess you can't do a long game and keep the like lack of food, but... I don't know. Are they trying to make it more like the challenge or are they trying to like hone it into this like harder, more compressed thing? I I, I do, don't like it. I like the longer season. Me too. Okay. I love it. And I love you. I love it. And I love you as well. Do you want to talk over a Survivor UK challenge concept written by the revived Survivor UK man? What? He sets up, he makes up challenge concepts. Should we boost one? Sure. Okay. So go to... I just didn't know what you were talking about. Do you want to... What the fuck? Go to at Survivor Revived and find the Revived Survivor UK man's 
challenge concept called Worth the Wait. The Peter. And it's in dedication to Survivor South Africa Return of the Outcasts. So oh, it's a fitting time to be talking very, about. Very, very modern. Very modern. Very timely. <laughs> okay. So the setup is there's a long hollow tube with handles along the sides. And you stand before it on your mats. Long hollow tube. And the log is wrapped with ropes that wind around the log. And Wait, they're knotted. Wait, is it a log or a tube? Oh, my Hollow log. Did I say tube? You said tube. Okay, so there's a long hollow log with handles, right? Yes. Long hollow log with handles. It's wrapped with ropes. Wrapped with ropes. And they're knotted in several different places, okay? Several times in different places, the knots. The, the knots ropes. are knotted on the rope. the rope that's on the log that's hollow. Yes, to grandmother's house we, we go. go. <laughs> um, so, but I left breadcrumbs, so it's fine. Proceeding from this, an A-frame cargo net, <laughs> after which this there is a table with three weighted balls. I need a picture. Okay. This needs a video. <laughs> Next, two parallel balance beams. One beam starts lower than the other with the heights changing along the way. At the end, another table with three weighted balls. You're going too quick. Now I've lost it. <laughs> so we have an A-frame cargo net, and then there's a table with three weighted balls. Okay. Okay. And then next to this, two parallel balance beams. One beam that starts lower than the other with the heights changing along the way. Okay. And at the end, another table with three weighted balls. Okay. Okay. And then following on from this, a low scramble cargo net and the last table with three more weighted balls. So there's like some obstacles and then a table with weighted balls at the end of it. Yes. The last obstacle, a gate that has been locked with a sturdy plank on the other side. So then what you're What's doing is... What's the purpose is, of the table with the weighted balls? Let's get into that now. Okay. On the host command, castaways must run from their mats to the tethered pole, undoing the knots and interwoven ropes until the hollowed log is free. With all the ropes removed, the log can now be lifted from its base and carried by the handles to the first obstacle. At the A-frame, castaways must slide the log underneath, and they themselves must climb up and over the top, down the other side, and retrieve the log before they can continue. With everyone over, they must move along to the table and collect the first of three weighted balls and place them inside the hollow log before moving on to oh, the second shit, obstacle. Oh, that they then have to balance. Oh. And then side by side, the tribe will need to carry the log, walking along a set of narrow balance beams. The beams start and end at the different heights, shifting weight and the center of balance, making stability harder. Well, and making the ball, like the ball's Shift rolling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shit. With the beams clear, the castaways will find yet another table from which to collect three more weighted balls. Moving on to the next obstacle, the tribe will need to crawl under a low cargo net, dragging and pulling the log as they go. Oh, God. And then the last the obstacle. the log while going through the net? Mm, that's a good point. Tribes will need to use the log as a battering ram to smash through the gate. That's crazy. How do you do that with the balls in it? Once clear, they can move on to the final part of the challenge. Castaways are met by a large set of balance scales. Along the course, they have collected nine balls. Each ball is a different weight. They must place oh, the balls fuck. onto both sides of the scale, swapping the balls from one side to the other until they find the correct weight. 
And then the first try with all nine balls on the scale and the scale being perfectly balanced wins. That's cool. That's fucking crazy. The only the only issues I see is how to keep the balls how to in the keep log. the balls in the log when going under nets and while using it as a battering ram. What's that in would the be log? <laughs> I do love the but idea. It sounds like a fun fucking thing to watch. Yeah, it does sound very cool. They need some type of log cork. Right. Yes. Oh, they'd have to cork it. Cork it on both ends. <laughs> okay. Any other news? Um, that's it. Cool. News corner. That was fun. Yeah, news corner. No more COVID. I guess we could have looked into the UK news, but Queen's Maybe. still alive. Hopefully. Her husband still dead. Is the Queen still alive? Have we heard from her recently? She showed up at her Diamond Jubilee. Wasn't waved. that like a month ago, though? Hmm. She's still living, right? <laughs> we would hear. We would hear if the queen had died. Okay, should we jump into <laughs> this episode? Yes. Let's get into some of this cattiness. All right, episode nine. Last Ooh, week, yeah. we said goodbye to Andy, who's yes. now our first jury member. <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, gosh. Do you have COVID now? No, I have a tickle in my throat. A week from now, we're going to look back on this pod, our first back in the recording studio as when you got COVID. Because you passed it to me? Yes. Through your kisses yesterday? Are you sad that Mark Austin won't be replacing me as co-host of the pod? Not at all. Oh. Mark Austin's a loser compared to my husband. Oh, wait! If you want to see us runway walk into this season of Survivor South Africa, go check out our newest tweet. Or post on Instagram. Love it. Okay. So coming into this episode, there's this feeling around the camp that some people are not pulling their weight. Um, yes. There's lots of like passive aggression and lots of just aggression. Lots of drama, lots of aggression. Eve feels like James and Pete sit on their asses all day and only cook for themselves and then apparently leave some type of like their dirty dishes, dishes like or their empty coconut husks on a table and then rats come and eat them and piss and shit all over their like shared eating area. That's disgusting. It sounds pretty gross. You shouldn't be doing you that. You should fucking clean up after yourselves. It makes sense that if you're living in the wilderness surrounded by vermin and whatnot, that you probably want to be cleaning up after yourself. But here's my question. Does she say, hey, guys, we're getting rats fucking pissing and shitting on our food. How about you clean up after yourselves? Is that something that's been said to the people? Knowing Eve, most likely. Because mm. according to Charlotte, Eve is a bossy crow. So it seems unlikely that she wouldn't have bossed and crowed <laughs> about, you know, the rats defecating in their eating space. But she doesn't actually talk to Charlotte. She just talks about Charlotte. Yeah. She, like, specifically doesn't like to talk to Charlotte. You do have to wonder how much is being directly addressed and how much is being, like you said, passive-aggressively conveyed. Um, Richard, Zoe, and Eve think Peter has a holier-than-thou attitude with having, like, voted out Andy, who's doing so much for the tribe, and, like... Well, and oh, not I'm that he voted you, off Andy, of but they kind of... Pete's whole thing of, oh, I feel so guilty... I feel so morally conflicted right. about having to vote Andy off. And then just the line of, oh, it's a game. We all know the rules. Kind of get over yourself. Don't be such a baby about it. 
And then, of course, the great um, should we be rationing the rice debate comes back up. And apparently there's some debate on whether they should be cooking the rice with salt water or not. How do you feel about cooking the rice with salt water versus not salt water? I mean, I feel like you... It's like, is it like added seasoning or is it like you don't want to do that because you don't fucking drink know salt what's water? In the... Yeah, and it's not necessarily clean. But it's like, how clean is your well water that you're getting from this hole in the ground on this island of Fiji? I feel like you don't want to be cooking your rice in salt water. Okay. I don't know, but I don't know. I have but no idea. You'd be boiling it. Boiling it, true. So, like, that would kill all the. I don't know. Don't you want to boil some water and then cook the rice right. in the water that's already been boiled? Right, this water's clean. It has no contagions, and now we're gonna cook the rice in that boiled water. I mean, boiled. ideally, you need to rinse your rice as well. So ugh. rinse your rice in salt water. Boil Ooh, it. There you go. In clean water. There you go. Get that added taste from the salt water through the rinsing. Right, right. I've never, um, I've never cooked rice next to the ocean no neither but i will say all this talk about food brings us to charlotte asking everybody what they wish they could be eating and her like describing food and like extreme detail which is very upsetting to eve in particular uh and zoe zoe specifically gets super pissed off and asks charlotte if she actually eats it or shoves it right in her artery it's like are you oh right right, like what the Fuck, Charlotte, you know, Charlotte, who looks like she's on the verge of having a heart attack, clearly. Looks right. like she's got the most. So much. <laughs> right. Um, Eve is pissed off about the non-rationing. Um, Eve and Zoe are just fucking ridiculous. Well, if then, either of them win this season, yes. like, fucking. I mean, this Zoe, is the thing. Peter is the only person that I guess I'm okay. Or Richard, I don't I like guess. Peter. No, no Zoe, I don't like Peter either. Zoe I don't hates, like any of these fucks. Zoe hates Peter. And there's this whole thing of, like, Peter apparently won't serve himself food and makes other people serve him. Which, if honestly, yeah, if anyone disgusting. on my tribe was acting like that, I'd be like, well, I guess you're not eating, dude. No. What the fuck are you yeah. thinking? Yeah, are you two? Are you a two-year-old little baby? Pete seems very immature. I can't... That's the thing. Like, there's a lot of... What keeps happening for me with tribal dynamics is oh, this person is complaining about this other person in a way that's very unbecoming. It makes them seem like a jerk. It makes them seem very unappealing. But then it becomes clear that what they're complaining about is also kind of valid. Exactly. They're all catty. They're all unlikable. They're all passive aggressive. I guess the only person I want to win is Jackie. I kind of miss Andy. (sighs) I miss fucking um, Simon. Mm. Simon, come on now. Been calling Andy a serial killer all season, but... I keep thinking James was Simon, like that Simon's name was James. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's all this cattiness. Anything else before the reward? We did have a little bit of discussion while watching the episode that I like Eve more than Zoe and you like Zoe more than Eve. I think they're both just pissy little brats. Eve is a little less manic. And I feel like Eve... Sometimes I do agree with her. I think rationing rice is obviously the thing to go. And I do understand some level of frustration of all these disparate personalities. We have a set amount of rice. There's some feelings of some people are eating more than what's fair or some people with different body types maybe aren't getting enough based on that. Right. So I do get annoyance and maybe that being a hard thing to convey that's not very unappealing when you're on a tv show and like okay pull out 
into real life for a minute. Like we've been together nearly nine years. Okay. And when we have heightened emotions, we have very different communication styles. Yes. And it has taken us literal years to get to a place where we communicate like super like healthy and like make our way through those conversations and our different like a million dollars has never been on the line exactly and we've never been like fighting over (laughs) how much food we have and there's two of us instead of (laughs) 20 of us or you know 12 of us or whatever there's eight left and we're comfortable and not you know sleeping i haven't only been eating rats for the last four days (laughs) so it's like with that conversations are fucking difficult absolutely but this is like the sloppiest I think I've ever seen a like post merge tribe. Like so fucking distasteful how like rude and like just like conniving and icky these I'm... people are coming off. And like I know that's not how you are no, in no, life. No, no. Like of I course, of course. hence why I started with this conversation. But like such a bad fucking look. There's a lot of unappealing personalities <laughs> and just a lot of things are really breaking down this episode. Oh, yeah. As far as interpersonal relationships <laughs> back at Tribe. But on that note, should we roll into reward? We shall. So Mark Austin tells us that because everyone's so hungry, the reward is going to be food based. They're it going is. to win some food. Nom, nom, nom. And the challenge is based on using blowpipes common to Borneo. That have been used for centuries by indigenous people to hunt. And so they're blowing darts out of blow guns, out of blow pipes. Yes. Into targets. Into a target. It's like a wooden target hung from a tree that has like three circles. Yes. They each get a shot. Uh, If you get the outer ring, it's worth 50 pounds. The inner ring is worth 100. A bullseye is worth 250. Which brought me to an interesting thing I remembered. Uh, speaking of news corner, oh. um, I'm not going to play the music. No. Do, 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 news corner. <laughs> news, news, news. The pound and the dollar for the first time in a long time equal in value. What? Let's week. run to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> There's a brief news corner. That's cool. Probably, but that's probably not good for the British pound. No, it's not good. No. I think it's, <laughs> it doesn't speak to good things on either side, I think, potentially. <laughs> I think actually, I think it just means that the dollar is weaker and not because the dollar is usually worth more than the pound, isn't no, it? No, the Vice pound versa. is usually worth more than the dollar. There was a time when the dollar was worth more than the pound and maybe that swapped like a decade ago. Yeah, or probably the, like two decades ago, honestly. Mm, I think like a decade ago. 2010s mm. <laughs> we're both like, I think like 15 years neither ago. of us fucking know what we're talking about and we're both like <laughs> sassily mm, actually oh. we, we do the same move mm, no it's so condescending <laughs> i'm glad you did it to me because i felt guilty for doing it to you but we're equally ignorant and condescending to each other so it's okay that's how we communicate in our marriage um yes okay so we've got eight people eight shots let's see how they do Charlotte goes first. And she fucking misses. No hit. Now, this is like old school, old school survivor where you have to earn your money. Like you aren't well, just. Well, because we'll get into it because we haven't talked about what they're doing True. with the money yet. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, should we just, I guess now. Yeah. Fucking like the. It's leading up to uh, auction. Yeah. It which sucks. I love. Yeah. But I hate that you have to fuck. Like it sucks mm. to not get any, yeah. like no chance to yeah. get anything. Yeah. Like everyone should get like $20. Everyone should get a baseline. 
and then maybe oh yeah everyone should you should do this and then okay these people have that extra money and then everyone gets a hundred dollars or like everyone's gonna get a half a pb and j right now well just <laughs> i think everyone should have the ability to participate in the auction i think it would be i do like the idea of being able to win extra money i love that but i do think everyone should be given a baseline of more than 20 yeah 100 uh, would be great i think that would be more fun it would be so they are leading into an auction um eve goes second and gets the outer ring gets a big cheer for that 50 pounds jackie misses james gets 50 mick gets 50 pete gets 100 good job pete richard gets the outer so he gets 50 and then zoe gets 102 yes so no bullseyes and then they head on down to the survivor auction house and we get a little cut that says while they were walking to the hut there was a discussion that they would not outbid each other and they would share everything okay before we jump into the auction what are your thoughts on that decision? I think, like the host points out, it takes the fucking heart out of the auction. It takes the heart of the auction. The host is confused, and like, what the fuck is going on? He comments on it so many times. And it's <laughs> like, it reminds me of when you see on live reality games, because it never really happens on actual Survivor. But when, like, a idol is found and there's talk of let's share this idol amongst the tribe. Nothing's ever equally shared. Never. It never works. You can tell that what sharing means and when sharing is going to happen is not fully hammered out mm-hmm. before they start the auction. And it's just rife. It, it ruins the auction. And, of course, problems are going to arise. Where it's, and like, I think that's maybe why the like, you don't get to share is now part of the modern auction. Like, an important rule in watching this early version of it, immediately it becomes clear why not only does it make the auction better, but just for a practical sense, it's better not to be able to share. Thousand percent. Okay. So with that, let's go into the auction. So the very first thing that's up for auction is a warm pizza. It's got sausage, peppers, mushrooms, and onion on it. Love it. Richard makes a bid of 20 pounds. Nobody challenges his bid. And he takes it. And starts eating. And the host immediately is like, oh, that one for cheap. Nobody else is hungry. Nobody else wants pizza. He's on to them from the jump. Yes. I want to know as we go through this, which items you think would call out to you the most. Okay. Pizza, I think mm, it's like the cheese, no Uh, good, but feels less heavy than a burger. See, like I would be out there. I'd like, I wouldn't want to bid on the first thing. I feel like, yes, I feel like that wouldn't be bidding on the first thing's a fool's mistake. A hundred percent. Item number two, burger, fries, ketchup. I would bet on this. I fucking love a burger. Especially as you can take the you can take the uh, bread off and just have full protein. I mean, sure. Just saying you could. You could. If you want to. You betcha. If you, if you want to <laughs> be super strategic and you're trying to think, how is this going to bog me down and what is going to be just pure fuel? Right. You can make a burger less heavy than it's presented. And the ketchup has sugar and like. Right. Eat some patty with ketchup and skip 
all the starch and carbs. And would come back to, like, anything, it seems like you can bring back shit. So it's like, right. oh, I could bring the fries back and we could mix, like, fish. We could have fish and chips. How right. fun would that be? His one point of contention that comes up is overuse of ketchup because that ketchup could be brought back to camp and utilized <laughs> for the rest of the time. Which exactly. is, like, so... Stupid and next, selfish. Like, yeah. come on now. Maybe we're not all on that kick. I think it's around this time that we see Zoe get past one slice of pizza. Did we say that Eve bids on and takes the burger? For 20 pounds. Yes. Cool. But I think, yeah, and I think this is when we see Zoe be given one slice of pizza from Richard. Although it it becomes pretty clear that what Richard is not doing is taking some pizza and then passing it around equally. It's like... He didn't take a slice and then pass the plate. And I wonder how Mark Austin would react were he to see that. Were he to see one person is bidding on the first bid Mm -hmm. and then straight up dividing everything up amongst themselves, would he allow that to go on? Would he call an audible and say no sharesies? And let's like just discuss all the aftermath and stuff with this. Is that cool? Yeah, I don't. We can go item by item, and but we can talk that we don't have to go necessarily timeline. Pure. So when they get back to camp, Richard's like, "Yeah, you know, I brought back half my pizza because I figured we were gonna share when we got here." Yes, and like that's like the point of contention because like members of the other tribe, the like three three that are still on the outs it's like yeah the i'm people. sitting here watching you eat three pieces <clears throat> and then hand a slice to zoe and then the amount that you bring back to quote unquote share is not going to be half the pizza no so that's a thing too it's like it feels like not properly discussed how you're going to go about doing this and is richard thinking that we're going to be cracked down on if we're doing this in front of mark austin at the auction right where i need to but then also, yeah, you're thinking you're going to now you're going to bring back cold Half pizza pe- yeah, from however share, long yeah. ago. How are you bringing it back to camp? And then what was the deal with giving some out? Exactly. <clears throat> no, it's, like, it's not well done. It, that's why the whole idea is a huge mistake. Absolutely. Number three. Chocolate. Is chocolate. Starts off at 10. And James bids for it at 10. Yes. And there's lots of talk before the bidding starts of, oh, Charlotte's really wanted some chocolate. Is someone going to buy some for Charlotte? And it was discussed there is no overbidding. Exactly. James starts at 10 fucking pounds. Here we go. Things are starting to further break down. And Zoe... Okay, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Raises it to 20. Raises it to 20. It takes both bars. No one takes takes all the chocolate. Yes. So when we get back to fucking camp, Zoe is a little fucking bitch (laughs) about how James is the first person to outbid. Because when we go to the next one, we'll talk about that, too. Oh, you're right. Yes. No one calls her out on her fucking shit because Zoe gets all on her high horse and is like, well, we discussed that we weren't going to outbid anybody. She's the first and how to do dare it. you, James? Because, because she wanted you chocolate. outbid. Well, and, she was the yeah. fucking person who outbid, and no one calls her on this fucking shit. I think in the moment, I don't know if it's at the auction or back at camp, she kind of takes a line of, I'm so hungry. I need some food. But didn't she also get a piece of pizza from Richard already? Before bidding for the chocolate. This is why. Also, it must be a little bit difficult not to get caught up in the moment to be a little bit of a devil's advocate in a way that doesn't make it at all better. But, like, I can understand, like, 
yeah, I do want to like play the auction game. Right. right? It's Absolutely. Hard not, That's hard... the point of the game. Right. So you shouldn't make the decision that we're all going to share everything, especially when there's these sharp tribal divisions of Halong and Ular still. When there's 5v3. It, it, it's straight up like people being kind of mean to the, is it Halong? The other three. Yeah. yeah. It's fucked up. I'm like going to lose my shit. Because then, okay, so... Item number four. Well, but Zoe eats, or, yeah, Zoe eats, like, half a bar of chocolate. Yes. And then I see her give a square to Charlotte. And That's what we see. That's all we see, right? That's all we have to go on. So, item number four is a burger and chips again. Zoe bids 40, and then James outbids her at 50. And this does feel like... Retro, you, just, you just outbid me on the chocolate and now you're bidding on the next item. Of course, I'm going to outbid it because now he's like, Charlotte and I aren't going to get any food. So I have to step in to get myself and Charlotte something to eat. Absolutely. But there is further missteps that happen maybe on Pete's. And, and, and this oh, because like, it's six versus two now, isn't it? I think so. So, yeah, it's only fucking like. Well, but then James I think... is the only one of the two of them that has any money. Right. He was just outbid for the chocolate. The yes. one thing Charlotte really wanted that he was trying to be sweet and get for her. And now he's like, okay, well, we fucking need some food. Do you think he's trying to be sweet because he wants to put that chocolate on his dick and have her suck it off? No, I don't think it's a two. <laughs> you don't think so? No. I, this auction made me, sorry to get so lewd. That auction, it made me wonder a little Are bit because they're so buddy buddy. what you want to do later tonight? Stop it. <laughs> too much. I'll put you <laughs> in podcast prison. Okay. Um, Conjugal bitches. Just because James was so anti-Charlotte. Yes. And now he's defending her so much, but I guess it maybe is like older, sweeping in, she's younger, and just the unfairness of the situation is what's making this happen. It's 1000% the like, oh, we're the last two. We're getting picked off. We're being treated like shit. And I'm the only one with money. And we haven't eaten. Yes, it's probably fairness and not fellatio. Yes. But you know, Vote yourself, hashtag fairness or hashtag fellatio, if you want to guess yeah. to James's oh, motives. Oh, fucking make a poll on... We'll make a poll. We'll, we'll make, make a, a poll, poll on Twitter. The only people that'll probably vote will already know the answer. So. <laughs> Moving on, the last item up for bid. Well, I guess just the main... Before we talk about the last item, it's just that there's just negative feelings going on now. Yes. It's like Zoe breaks the decision and food... Zoe breaks the agreement and Richard is kind of breaking the agreement and now he's deciding to pass out food in the moment. So now Richard has these negative feelings and he starts to break the agreement and it just further the whole situation breaks down from there. Yes. I will also say like the whole ketchup debacle. Okay. Cause now, cause cause James just got his burger. Right. So, this is when the ketchup debacle happens. He the has ho- a burger and fries and is and given the, a bottle of ketchup. And the host, since it's a second burger and fries, he says, here's your burger and fries. Go find the ketchup. Yes. The host tells him to go get the fucking ketchup. Well, it's just like for practical reasons, we're on this island. There's one bottle of ketchup, but you can use as much of it as you want. And presumably, I guess, take it back to camp. Well, but it's like, like now you there's, each get half of it now. Yes. Now there's the second burger and fries, but you, there's not a second bottle of ketchup. Right. So it becomes a, an issue later of James at this point getting the bottle of ketchup from Eve as if he's like being an asshole about it or something. 
But the last item up for bid is a mobile phone call home. And the bidding starts at $50. Right. And again. Pete goes in. Does the 50. Zoe raises to 80. And that's where they call it. Yeah, Zoe takes it. The auction is now over. Um, and then it, as we leave the auction, there's this moment where it seems like Pete didn't get anything. It like like Pete didn't get any food, and he's all bummed out and sad, and his feelings are hurt. But why didn't Pete raise to a hundred? Because he had a hundred pounds. Well, I guess because you're. I, I he wonder was if sticking with the we're not outbidding each other. I think it is some level of that and confusion and like being pissed off of like what the fuck are you doing. You know, it's like, oh, we're not going to outbid. And that's tough, too, because it's like we're not going to outbid each other. Well, Pete just gets the phone call then automatically. Fuck that. Right. That's why it doesn't make any sense. But I guess I can understand some level of confusion on his part of what is happening. Why are you? And Zoe does it multiple times. She does it twice. James does it once in reaction to Zoe but to Zoe, get some fucking food. For Zoe to complain about anyone doing it. I know. Um. Okay. So... We, I, sorry, as far as the burger that James bought, we see him share with Charlotte, like, pretty, like, bite for bite, and then also give it to Pete. Yes. Who's not even part of their, like... So Pete does get some food. Yeah. Okay. Pete gets shared the burger and fries by James. At the end, and I think maybe he feels shortchanged. Yeah, he's like, oh, here's the rest of our burger and fries was what happened. But he didn't get any pizza or anything from other people. No, that's the thing. He wasn't at... At the challenge, wasn't given anything else. The only thing he was given at the challenge was the last little bit of burger and fries from Charlotte and James. Immediately coming back, tensions are high. Very fucking high. Jackie is pissed, feeling like Richard Wolf the pizza. Eve is pissed, feeling like James came and stole the ketchup from her and that the chocolate wasn't shared properly. Mm-hmm. Zoe is being a fucking bitch. She said you can't trust Charlotte as far as you can throw her and you can't throw her very far because she ate a lot of chocolate. I know, like some things get go a little too far. There's like, also like Charlotte is stunning and is very fit. So the fact that Zoe's being a little cunt and I'm going to be very like rude to her because she's literally being like a anti-woman look at her eating fucking chocolate so she's a big fat fatty fat like fuck you zoe i feel like she's trying to be clever (laughs) i feel like zoe like she is body shaming she is being stupid i think what she's doing is like you know oh i wouldn't throw charlotte i can't trust charlotte as far as i could throw her a common phrase and I can't throw her very far because she ate so much chocolate. I don't think she's actually trying to call Charlotte fat. I think she is trying to do like a clever, I'm like on camera, turning this phrase into the moment type thing. But it's not a good look. Also, when she says that James and Charlotte behaved like animals, little over the top. Yeah, I mean, like, that is absolutely like reaching a level of, pettiness and just rudeness that's so unnecessary absolutely speaking of pettiness um i think i did pete bet on the phone call or did james pete did pete bets the initial he goes on 50 yeah and he's moping around because this whole thing of like it's james's son's birthday right so i i'm pretty sure it was pete 
but maybe was it James that got outbid? I think it because I have it's like Zoe is being a big brat, not giving James the call, realized her pettiness. And then she's like, well, you left your five kids at home. So that's I I don't on know you. So I don't remember exactly, I guess. I guess it's unclear to me. Maybe we were mistaken and it was James that bid on it. Or was it just that? he wanted it and Zoe bid on it first. And then he was sad because he didn't get it. Right. Maybe. Um, so Richard gets defensive. Oh, how are, how he handled the pizza. Um, Charlotte says that she hates this joke of a tribe. Zoe and Char class over the, the chocolate and talk of like, you know, how it wasn't fair. Yeah. Just like they don't only have separate talking heads about it, but they do directly like get have into a conversation a fight with yeah. each other about it. Um, and then, okay. So then James kind of takes this attitude of be nice to us or when we're ne- inevitably voted off and on the jury, we're not going to fucking give you the million. Which is, I mean, it's like, it is a valid point to put out like, Hey, Maybe don't be such a fucking dick all the time because they're being like assholes to the two of them. And it's like, yes. we're deciding which of you gets the million dollars. So, like, it's... maybe keep that in mind, you pieces of shit that are very clearly picking us off one by one and not like letting us play this game. I'm not quite so quick just to be on James <laughs> and Charlotte's side. It really is that thing of everyone's a little bit unlikable to me in this yes. moment. And the whole let's share thing was a terrible idea and was executed equally bad amongst most of most of them. A hundred percent. And a lot of pettiness. But yeah, I guess I, just I can am... see I can. It's a it's an unlikable stance to take. But if you feel like you're being backed into the corner and there's two of you against the six of them, I understand saying that. Maybe. That's the thing. It's like the unevitable or the uninevitable like unfairness or the like underlying unfairness of this like situation. And I get, it's like, Oh, you came in with low numbers, but I, I, this early we're separate tribes to the end. And then we cannibalize each other is such a like less fun way to play survivor. And it's really like it, it inherently gives you this route for the underdog. Of course. course. It's very un like it feels very unfair to like. It's impossible not to be endeared to them to some extent exactly. because they are the underdogs. I do think it always happens to some extent, but the better seasons are when cracks form and those dynamics change, and it's not just the more powerful group coming into merge picking off the less powerful group. A hundred percent. So they do sing "Happy Birthday" to James's son, as you said, and then yeah, Zoe makes her phone call. Talking um, to her partner. Yes, which is, well, unclear. unclear. Talking to some lady. Yes. Um, Zoe does make a reference to Chocolate Gate. Yes. Which to me is a clear indication that in the UK, they do also add, Oh, fuck, you were curious about add, this earlier they, they in the season. Yes, they must, add, yeah. they must add the gate suffix onto scandals in the UK as well. It's that big. So suck gate stands valid. Suck gate is always valid. And um, yeah, okay, so... I do like the moment you mentioned it earlier, but it's very funny to me that Zoe's like, you know, I could have been nice and given James the phone call and he just misses his kids. But I like how she turns like a moment where she's flirting with empathy into hardening herself and being like, but he fucking left his kids at home. So fuck him. (laughs) Which is like, I guess valid. I don't like Zoe more than Eve. I equally hate the both of them. It's just like you're a step away from being a kinder person and then decide to, 
twist and go the opposite exactly. direction. Go extra hard on being a cunt. <laughs> but everyone is generally feeling a little bit bad about the tensions of the previous day. It was not fun for anyone. Uh, Richard's trying to go back to easygoing island vibes. Uh, Zoe and Richard are like hanging around, fucking around with some log, doing something. Playing playing with a log. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs> um, and then there's lots of like, oh, it'd really be a shame if this person were to get a million dollars, you know? Like, if, if these people were to win, I, I could live with that. But if right. fucking blank were to get... Fill in the blank depending on which member of the tribe you are and who you currently hate. Exactly. There's lots of like animosity between members of this tribe like it's very toxic very toxic james at this moment maybe takes it a step too far by going up to richard and saying listen bitch if you don't fucking work with me i'm flat out not going to vote for you no matter what when it comes to giving out the million dollars and it's like is he trying to blackmail Richard or <laughs> yes. make a deal? I mean, it's... In modern Survivor, people say shit like this, and it's just trying to make a fucking deal. I mean, it it is both things. I'm blackmailing <laughs> you. I'm making a deal through blackmailing you. Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. Should we take a quick break before we head to immunity? Let's do it. Number nine? Number nine? Welcome back to Survivor Cast International, Survivor UK, Pulau Tiga, number nine. Coming back to the number one song in the UK, mid-August 2001, 21 seconds by So Solid Crew. <laughs> That's hilarious. That funky techno beat. Drop the hard, or not the hard R, but still the N-word in that one. Mm, we won't. We won't. It's okay. Really funky. It's got a pretty bare bones techno beat. I think I'm going to drop it here first. The hard R? No. Please don't. <laughs> and don't do it here first of all places. <laughs> the substitution. What? Anytime a song... Okay. <laughs> drops know. the n-word okay you can just say brother Instead. and still sing along okay i think it's like <laughs> an okay workaround i'm it still makes me a little <laughs> uncomfortable because i feel like it is a little like using certain verbiage as a caucasian person associated with that culture and used in that culture that's True. a little bit of like Direct one to one, like oh, black people call each other brother. You know what I mean? Well, but it, but like I, I know lots I know. of people call each other brother. True. I think that's the only avenue to critique it, and you could just not sing along as well. Very true. That's the first choice. True. Not singing along is the first choice. Um, I do want to rewind real quick. News corner again. I just Chikawa. Chikawa. I forgot to mention that mm. coming in 2023 is... The future. That's right. 
uh, Survivor UK LRG. What? For more info, follow at Survivor Game UK on Twitter. Oh my gosh, are we gonna travel to the UK? I hope so. I want to go do this. Can we go watch along in real life? IRL? IRL? This LRG? Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Now we have to. All right. But let's go into immunity for Survivor UK Season 1. So they're at a new location, Tangy Beach. Yes. Or Tangy Beach. Because I think we were already on Tangy Beach earlier. So this might be Tangy Beach. But they're yes. at a new location. We have not had an immunity challenge here yet. Correct. What they're doing, Jackie, is they each get a minute to gather some kindling. Mm-hmm. They must then stack the kindling. They must then light their torch. When they are given the okay that the minute's over. Yes, yes. They may light their torch by running into the ocean where there is a big fire floating. Exactly. And then they bring their torch back. Place it, it in the sand, sand, and then they can use it to light their kindling, build a fire to burn through a rope. I do enjoy fire building being something that's incorporated into an immunity challenge and not just either deciding who is going to be in the final three or in the finale, whatever. The right. Just is. not like a tribal thing or but a, tri- a, a tie breaking thing. Yeah, I think because I think being able to build a fire is a quintessential survivor, both broadly and the game of survivor skill can can we consider this building a fire when they have a fucking (laughs) torch they're working from that is funny right that they have a torch to work from (laughs) right why not go flint Flint. and why why not i don't i don't get it i think it speaks to a lack of confidence in their ability to start (laughs) a fire right yeah they feel like maybe it'd be anti cinematic to watch them Mm. use flint not as much running involved no water they have to get in the water for every challenge well and with the water thing i wish they had to like actually go because they're really they're not up to their knees you know when they go to light their torch it's just running out to light it the water's really not a challenging aspect not at all wish they had to go a little bit deeper maybe not swimming with it but like maybe like you're but then how do you differentiate for height differences true so Mm. you take the shortest person go maybe they did but then it's harder for them than anybody else okay fine okay fair fair you either gotta make them swim or keep it out of the water one or the other fuckers I'm just, like, at it today. You're at it. So they all scramble for their wood. Uh, Then they wait out to light their torches. um, And they're all fairly even. That's because it's filmed in a way that you have no fucking clue what's happening. You can't see who has how much kindling. You can't see anything. And there's zero commentary going on. No, some people are, like, piling up on the side. Some people are piling it in the hole that they have to build their fire in. It's just a hot fucking mess. This challenge in particular, where we are just watching people build a fire for several minutes over music, I'm really feeling the lack of a host commentary. Here's the thing. Would you, like, gather wood for, like, 30 seconds and then build your TP structure so then when you get back with your torch, you can just light the kindling that's already in the TP and, like, I'm definitely spending... I'm spending my full minute gathering kindling. I want as much kindling as I can get. Does he say you can't go back and get more? 
I don't think he says one way or the other. So, like, just fucking but get I doubt, more. I doubt you can. I mean... No, you're given a minute to... I mean... Come on. Come on. I'm, I'm serious, though. You're given a minute to gather kindling. That's your allotted time to gather kindling. You obviously can't go gather more kindling afterwards. <laughs> to go fight me on it? I mean, if you want to be obtuse and purposely misunderstand the very clear that aspect of the challenge, sure. Okay. No, I would definitely use the minute to gather all the kindling I could, but I don't really see people doing a lot of TPing after that. No. I do see a lot of very erratic piling going yes. on. Yes. Um, Clearly pointing to them not understanding how to build a fire. Later, I see a little bit of TPing later on. And yes. maybe there is like an idea of I'm going to get the t- kindling going and then build kind of like some a TP of wood sticks above the kindling that will hopefully light those. So maybe that's the idea, but I don't know. Maybe. Pete's really the first one to get a fire going. Zoe is failing horribly. Um, Eve gets an okay flame going and then does start to TP above it. Sure is doing surprisingly well. Yes. Like, I mean, maybe that's rude of me stereotypes yes Yes. but she's doing very well here just like with how people have pointed out how she doesn't like do stuff around camp it's like she's done something recently that gave her like an extra just shot of protein down the throat and i don't know what it would be that's given her some super energy boost ick what ick what um james he's all smoke and he's just given up I feel like he's just sitting there watching other people and kind of sadly looking at his just like pile of smoking stuff. Now, Richard was also smoke man. He's very smoky. But it develops beyond that. <laughs> Unlike James. James <laughs> never makes it past the smoke. Richard's Our got coverage smoke of this immunity is equivalent to the chaotic energy of this immunity. Just so you know, they match people. Yeah, really need some fucking host commentary. <laughs> or anything. Give me some context, please. I need your guiding hand, Jeff Probst. And then Richard wins. Um, I have a few more notes. Oh. James now in it. <laughs> Charlotte has big fire. Um, and it is edited and filmed in a way that's just very difficult to track. As exactly. You said. But yes, Richard wins. I already said Charlotte was kicking butt. <laughs> See, like you say, oh, I have more notes, but they're just things that I've already said <laughs> half the time. I listen. Sometimes I read my notes Do ahead of time. No. I, I am listening. <laughs> it's a matter of have I read my notes ahead of time or not? Because I'm like, oh, I have like a whole line of things here that I'm not necessarily seeing what they are before I say this, <laughs> before you jump ahead to the ending. And then as I read through them, I'm like, oh shit. Yes. As you said, <laughs> Charlotte's got a big fire. It's almost like I should breathe, you know, look at them closely before Maybe. holding everything up to say I have more notes. <laughs> Richard wins. <laughs> we do get a nice shot of like the twine it's like the camera's on one side of the twine and Richard's eye line is lined up with the twine and you see the twine break and then it focuses behind where it was and it's like Richard on Richard's eyeballs. eyes, which makes me feel like, okay, did they refilm this to get the super dramatic visual Maybe. or is this the actual moment of the twine breaking? Definitely some re-filming, I think. I'm a little skeptical. How do you know that it was going to be him that won? You didn't have a close-up of everybody. I know. There's not and him just like standing there stoically with his eyes behind the line of the string. Fire. Um, and then we go back to camp. And it's day 28. Every, every immunity win is so anticlimactic, partly because there's no... 
oh, this person just won. Congratulations. Come get the necklace. I'm going to hold, like, there's right. none of that. No. There's no ceremony. No celebration. No happiness. No pomp and circumstance. It's Yippee! just the whole segment is completely silent with music. And even the ending, it's just Richard looking cheerful. No shot of Mark Austin announcing he's won. Go back to camp. Richard's immune. See you at tribal. None of that. You really, I need those little buttons and tags. It contextualizes everything. A hundred percent. All right. So coming back to camp, James annoyed with Richard at this idea that, oh, I'm blackmailing you. And now you're kind of high roading me over my attitude Mm -hmm. and me holding my potential jury position over your head. Thousand percent. Uh, Eve makes a comment that they cannot keep eating rice at the annual rates of China. Classic Eve over-exaggeration. And also, like, pretty racist? Question mark? (laughs) Is it racist just to point out that they eat lots of rice in China? I mean, I think it's pretty racist to be like, oh, we're eating rice at the rate of the Chinese. Like, Mm, I don't know. That's an interesting question. Is that racist? Maybe we're eating more matzah than the Jews. Doesn't that feel wrong? No, it feels so good. Drinking more Coca Cola than they do down in Mexico. <laughs> you know that Coca Mexico consumes more Coca Cola than any other country because they don't have very clean water. Ah, that's sad. That is kind of sad, actually. It's really sad. <laughs> that's the not fucking... the lighthearted trivia fact I thought it was. Nope. <laughs> this American corporation that's fucking evil makes a lot of t- fucking money off of this <laughs> country country that doesn't have clean drinking water this country largely destabilized by the u.s exactly you know but coca-cola is so damn good can you really feel bad for them just kidding they do make it better down there so okay but interesting to wonder maybe that is it is just like a it's a funny statement but maybe it is a little off-colored yes there's lots of like it's just generally arguments around food. Right. They People had the, are hungry and they're fucking cranky about it. We're like tension and then a day passes and we're post-tension apologies. And now we're post-immunity and new tensions are cropping back up. They are cooking a rat. Jackie doesn't mind the tension at camp, though. She says she can thrive within it. <laughs> yes, they are cooking a rat and they make another ratatouille joke. Our second, oh, rat ratatouille joke. But here's the thing for Jackie. Since Eve and Zoe are so vocally, like, catty with Charlotte, it's really let Jackie's negative, unpleasant demeanor kind of take a back seat. It's under the radar. Which could lead to her winning. Hmm. Like, thinking about the people who were, like, least gross to the group that was voted out. Jackie's now taking that spot. And she also hasn't done enough in the game Survivor to be seen as a threat. Yeah. So I think this might, I think Jackie might have a shot of winning here. I don't see Jackie winning. I really don't. I just think she's too passive of a background character. And I see what you mean of that potentially being something that could help her. But I don't know. At this point, I'd be surprised if Jackie won. I mean... She's an interesting dark horse candidate, for sure. Halong is making it really clear to Ular that, like, hey, you aren't treating us right. True. And, like, that's Eve, Mick, Richard, and Zoe. That's four of the six. They're not going to let Pete get to the finals. 
But Jackie. I don't know, Doug. I don't know. Maybe. You make an interesting argument. Um, They do eat so much rat. They've got like rats hanging from trees like it's some horrible island deli shop. It's terrifying. I would not be eating this much rat, I feel like. I mean, if you're that hungry, if you're only eating rice. I think I would not be eating this much rat. (laughs) I have to say. A little like they're eating this little leg. I know, like chewing on the bone. Oh, you could just eat the bones too. Pete is feeling sick and headachy from lack of food. Eve is very critical of Pete's complaining to helping ratio. And like, there is something that I think smaller tribe members don't often think about the proportions of like, what my body takes to fuel versus what your body takes to fuel. There is a difference. muscle mass and things of that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's tough. I think if you're a bigger person, it's something you're just going to have to kind of bite the bullet on. I don't think you're going to make a lot of bite the bullet, baby. That's a Jacques Renault reference. Hashtag Twin Peaks. What is that you're doing an accent, Cody? Oh, God damn it. (laughs) What disease is the queen going to send me next? It's also like kind of like a Louisiana accent. I'm telling you, this regional allowance is real vague. Isn't it up in Canada? Yeah. I know. The Louisiana of the northern North America. All right. All I want to do is say, bite the bullet, baby, again. Bite the bullet, baby. I love Jacques Renault so much. (laughs) That disgusting drug smuggling pervert. Zoe goes fishing. And is apparently a pretty good, like, looks to be a pretty solid fisher, I would say. Yeah. Because she didn't drop it this time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and get some stuff. Charlotte approaches Eve with some eugenics talk. So dumb. Charlotte, why do you even think about talking to Eve? Of all people, Eve? I also just don't like her line of conversation of, listen, we're stronger physically, meaning we're more deserving to win and to go further. Which is not a good attitude to take and is not the only element of the game. What I would do at this point, because there's, what, eight people left? Yes. If I were Charlotte, I'd go to maybe Eve, maybe Jackie, and be like, hey, right now we're four ladies, four gents. Wouldn't it be great? Vote off one of the boys. Well, because you're going to vote off James. Right. We're getting rid of James. But why don't we get a f- rid of a few of your fellas before you get rid of me? Wouldn't it be great if it were a final four ladies? It would never go. I just I feel know. like it early 2000s with this group of people, not going to happen. I think it's a better last ditch effort than what the fuck she's doing here. Well, they're just all, all the other people are just comfortable and have no interest and don't like the opposing drive members. So it's just like, fuck that Charlotte. We're not going to do that. They're not doing enough of what they do in modern survivor of like, think what's going to happen when you're at the six, like when you have to start cannibalizing yourself. There's not enough talk about that as a strategy or resume building or like, I need to make a move. I need to do something unexpected to differentiate my game. And the really, Hey, don't you want to get the rest of my tribe that's watching from over there to like you a little bit more? Yeah, exactly. Just, or no real thought of like making moves or doing something that's going to be a move to win me the million, you know? But, um, when, but they do talk of this alliance of like uh, Charlotte telling Eve we should do a James Pete Eve Charlotte alliance the that four and then just vote off the weakest people going forward. That's not going to happen. 
Um, even Zoe are kind of a, a nasty little duo. They certainly fucking are. And they're just as nasty as that shot of them gutting the fish. <laughs> um, Charlotte feels that people aren't playing fair and that the winner is going to be someone who isn't deserving of the million, but just someone who's very sly and icky. I agree. You think so? I mean, I think so. Even I mean, if it's Charlotte, what if Charlotte herself is the winner and she's calling it right there that it's going to be some disgusting person who wins? The winner is going to be either Eve, Zoe, Richard, or Mick. You it's going to so? be one of the four of them. I can guarantee it. It'd be surprising if it wasn't one of those four. It would be very surprising if it wasn't one of those four. Maybe I want Mick to win now. Hashtag propaganda. Sausages in his ass. I know he wants it more than anyone else. Ugh, gross. He's. Do you find that fourth sausage, Mickey? No, it's currently rotting in his intestinal God, tract. Gross. Giving him colon cancer. All right. Uh, let's go to. Oh, and then um. More blackmail and insults. Yes, James is now just openly calling Richard a coward as his strategy. Yeah. <laughs> he's moved from you fucking little baby. Right. He's kind of like he goes from passive aggressively implying that. When I'm on the jury, I'm not going to vote for you to directly threatening to blackmail him to now just insulting him, calling him a coward. Yeah, little baby don't want to fight against the real ones. Yeah, too af- you're, you are too afraid to work <laughs> with me, sir. <laughs> Great. Let's right. go to tribal. Mark once again breaks down the tie situation, letting us know that the number of votes that have been previously cast against you will come back to haunt you. In a tie situation. And doesn't he give a like rundown of how many points everyone has at this point? He does. Would you like to hear them? Tell me, Cody. Jackie and Zoe have four votes. Mm. Eve has one vote. Richard and James have three votes. How do you feel? I I don't hate the idea of votes cast against you maybe being incorporated into some type of you know, handicapped in a modern survivor setting. It it used to, even in the American, used to be the like, oh, if we have a tie, the final vote, like earlier votes are. I think the I, issue with that. I don't want it. I don't want it connected to the tie. Okay. I think I want it repurposed in a new way. I think the issue with that comes in with so much switching of tribes. Yeah. Like it makes it hard to get a new start. Maybe something of lower stakes. Maybe, you know, something to do with like merge or a reward. Like you get extra food this one time. Or more money versus the auction. Or even the opposite. Yeah, maybe at the auction. Maybe it's like everyone starts with $500 and then every vote you've gotten against you is 50 bucks I take back from you at the auction. Or 50 more bucks you get as a little twist of like, now these people have a little more power because they've garnered more votes. That could be fun. I like a little twist. All right. We've got... A reveal of Andy sitting like come to Papa and oh get my on gosh. my lap. Yeah, Andy is like he's kind of like splaw he's sprawled open. Yeah. Completely splayed and sprawled. His legs are wide open. I fucking miss Uzma. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I fucking miss Andy, but yeah, no. I'm glad you said Uzma there. He looks like he wishes he was laying nude on a bearskin rug. No, he looks like he's about to interview someone in the 50s to be his secretary. Okay, I love that. Yes. <laughs> a glass of scotch in one hand, uh-huh. cigarette in the other. Tell me about your assets, darling. Or it's like... 
a porn interview that they record and release. Right. It's like leading up to the sex. Like, oh, you want to be a porn star? Show me what you got, bitch. Sure. Yes. I understand. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Andy, is, he's the first juror. Um, he is wearing this weird yellow 429 shirt. No idea what that what means. could that stand for? Maybe it's some sort of like football team or something. Weren't those the numbers of the two towers that fell in just a few months? He planned it. Andy asks, or Austin, Mark Austin. <laughs> okay. Asked Jackie if Halong and Ular are still feeling animosity towards each other. Well, yeah, Mark. It's a big hot mess. <laughs> I ever... <laughs> Um, Mark Austin brings up that Ular is going to eventually have to start voting each other off. Right. He like, it's almost like Mark is being the one that could be voted off and is trying to angle <laughs> a, you know, mix up. And he's really come alive. You know, he's asking questions. He's making points. This is like Mark Austin coming into his own. It's like he used to not ask any questions. Now he needs to take it to the next level and not just ask a question and get an answer and then move on to the next question. Follow-ups, baby. Follow-up. Maybe build some conversation, Mark Austin. Maybe. That would mean that you'd be good at your job. I did notice that he's begun calling Mick Michael. Oh. And Pete gets called Peter by him. Do you think this is um, a strategy or he just wants to be seen differently like... As I move towards the finale, I want people to respect me a little bit more. I don't want to be Mick. I want to be Michael, the Mick persona, that rapscallion. sausages in his ass. Michael is a former a million pounds decorated police officer. Exactly, who would never eat food that was in his rectal cavity. (laughs) Only in other people's rectal cavity that he's arrested. I do feel like yeah, right. And I, not eat, but smoke or inhale. Absolutely. <laughs> I do feel like he's a little more subdued and just less over the top. And maybe switching from Michael, from Mick to Michael is a part of that. He's definitely like distancing himself from all the negativity. I think in that anglization to try to get jury votes. Love it. So... Pete goes to vote first. What does Pete do? Richard is fully mud dipped. Yes. They, we didn't see it, but they did go to the mud volcano. As always, apparently. have to pass it. Um, Charlotte votes for Zoe. Um, says just to put another vote on her. Which I like. I'm glad now Zoe has more votes than Jackie. It's also like good strategy to be thinking about that. Yeah. Jackie says Halong have been busy bunnies. Hopping around, trying to get people. But they didn't really seem to approach Jackie, did they? No, I don't think so. No. And then Jackie votes for James. It says three down, two to go. I think Jackie is a member of Ular. I don't know why you think she's on Halong. No, I know Jackie is. But then who? Okay, so Char and fucking... There's only two left, right? Only Char and James? You just wrote down that they're... Two to go. Three down, two to go. Hmm. Wouldn't there only be one to go now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm confused. It's okay. We can uh, be confused. Mick says James is showing signs of madness and must go. 
sleeping with snakes beneath you and monsoons overhead. Jesus Christ, Mick, you're fucking psycho. What the hell does that mean? He is being poisoned by that sausage. Yeah, exactly. It's rotting his brain. That's definite case of a crazy person calling someone else crazy. Uh Uh-huh. And then the votes come in. We've got one vote for Zoe. One. One vote for crazy sausage-ass Mick. Fitting. Or Michael, if you prefer. Or not fitting in. (laughs) And then just one after the other, like hammer blows. James. James. Six votes for James. 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 (laughs) He doesn't read them quite like that, but it'd be funny if he did. All votes for James, back to back. On James's exit, he says, good luck. Mark Austin's like, come snuff yourself, dear boy. Tick, tick. I've enjoyed it. Chap, chap. But a special luck to Charlotte. Yeah. See, that's why I maybe think Charlotte blew James. No, it's because she's the only one left from his old tribe. It's just you and me, James. Put your penis in my mouth. Oh, gosh. Okay, so we've got, what, six episodes left of the season now? Oh, and then James also says it's just... Oh, I don't know how many we have left. Yeah, we do. Have six. Post being voted off on his little last interview, he says, it's just a game. Can't wait for real life to start again. Oh, feel me, James. That's kind of a sad, melancholy like, I feel it. What? I didn't mean it like Ooh, that. feel me, James. Feel Hashtag you, James. feel me, James. I think Jackie, her true feelings about James being revealed in these final moments. No. I was going to make a joke that you wish you were Charlotte, implying that you wish you could blow James. <laughs> It felt a little too much, so I'm just going to talk about the joke I was going to make. Hashtag, ooh, feel me, James. That's a three O's. And James also loves that he's on the jury because he's a, like, controlling little bitch and absolutely loves that he's going to be able to deny someone a million dollars. Now, I need to know everyone's opinion, so either hashtag us, ooh, Feel me, James. Feel me, James, with three O's, or ew, feel me, James, with E W W. Depending on if you, you want feel. James to feel you, <laughs> maybe he'll see it. He's probably maybe. real old at this point. Ooh, I want those ewy ones, especially. Oh god, <laughs> mm. <laughs> that was a dark joke. <laughs> well, follow us at INT Survivor Cast. Look for our Across the Pond Mondays. Every Monday across the pond, we're going to be continuing our Survivor UK Pulautiga and rolling right into season two. Yes. Philly Fridays starting up this week. And South Africa Saturdays. Hell yeah. Holy fucking shit. Got a full plate. And a full belly of beans on toast. That's right. Go watch our silent only music. Scoring it. No talking. That was just Cody because second he was and final beans on toast COVID-ed. video. Didn't you turn into a little dog and you were featured in the video yeah, too? Yeah, I was a little dog. <laughs> All right, bye, listeners. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. What are you giggling about? The fact that we say goodbye and then you're like, oh shit, no, I want to play some music. Hold on one second. What do you mean? I'm not recording. The episode's over. Why don't you just put this in at the end? Number nine. 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 Nine, number nine, number nine, number nine.
They'll just think it's part of the sound collage of the song. What, that we have 69 likes on something, and so I had to show you and giggle? Number nine? Number number nine? 69? 69. 96? 69? 79. 99. I love how Spotify has the lyrics to the song. <laughs> just saying number nine. Well, and then, like, some of the random audio clips in the background... Like, apparently it said, I informed him on the third night. Unfortunately, he was number nine. Number nine? Number nine? Right, right, right. No, right, it's right. not there yet. Number nine. Right, right. Right, right. 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 Number nine? Way less pleasant looking saying things over. to the Spice Girl game soon. Oh, fuck yeah, we are. Okay. But they're going to be all those losers. Who do you think is going to win, though? Do you have any... Any guesses on who you think is going to win? UK? I told you, it's going to be one of those four. But it should be Jackie with who's going to be left. I have no idea who's going to win. Andy? Or can Andy's Andy somehow come there. back and win? No. You're going to reveal that Mark Austin ran off with the million. Yeah. Million pounds? For me? Andy? You have to let a play to the end at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you just leave the closet. I just want to. I mean, the studio. Uh, 
<laughs> Are you reading the lyrics again? <laughs> I just <laughs> All right, what should we give to someone who proves that they listen this long? We could send a nude of you. <laughs> like yeah, if you if you're over 18 and you tweet at us number nine nudes hashtag number nine nude <laughs> we'll send you the signed copy of boston rob's book that we were supposed to send to our like 100. 500 follower <laughs> kaylee of survivor new york we'll send you uh fucking who's that guy hein his book which is also in there <laughs> and then i'll send you a picture of my butt with the funny face drama. I'll make it. You have to be over 18. And you have to send a picture of your ID that, with that, that has all info except the date of birth blacked out under the hashtag number nine <laughs> nudes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll or you can, you can private message or us. You your can, ID. Yes, yes. You can private message us that. <laughs> you think that's John Lennon making those noises? <laughs> so awful. Number nine? Number nine? Number nine? Number nine? We're just like John and Yoko Ono now. Number nine? Number nine? Can I go to Sana this Sunday? Number eight. Yes, I do. Okay. Do you, do you think any of our listeners sauna? Maybe they should. We're big sauna people now. Financially imbalanced. The twist. They say Alderaan. Take this, brother. May it serve you well. Song fucking sucks. <laughs> right? I mean, no, it does. It does. It's just a collage of noises, right? And it's it nine minutes long almost. It's not even a clean nine minutes long. No. It should be a clean nine minutes long. It just like takes up space in the middle of the white album. Like an okay album that has a lot of like weird odds and ends on it. I don't feel like I feel like you can do something like this that has artistic merit, but this just sucks. What? You could do something like this, like some audio collage of noises and shit that is good and does have artistic merit yes. and it doesn't even have to be like sonically pleasant to listen to <laughs> but this isn't even that it just sucks it does just suck fuck you john lennon hashtag <laughs> mark david chapman was right just kidding that's a really fucked up joke this guy who shot it is fucked up. Just You're kidding. being fucked up. Just because we're at the very end here. I love John You love Lennon. everybody. Yeah, give peace a chance. I love peace.
You've just listened to a Reality Pod International podcast. Find more episodes and other great shows at RealityPodInt on Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe, and find us on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening.